We bless you, Lord, for your word. I thank you for everybody in the sound of my voice that are watching by live stream or listening by podcast or some other device, Lord. I thank you that your word will not return void, that it will do what it set out to do. I stand in total agreement with everything that was prayed. And we just get excited about what you're doing, Jesus. You are still on your throne. We say, come, Lord Jesus, come. It's in your name we pray and commit this whole entire night to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Remind the devil he's under our feet. Amen. Amen. So, man, wow. I'm excited to be here. You're talking. We're talking as a body of believers about faith, the life of faith. I get so stoked about this because the just shall live. We're supposed to live by faith, not just a life that's normal, not just a life that, uh, you know, is just hearsay, come say kind of thing. Our lives are supposed to emanate and just flow from the throne of God. Because the life that we're talking about, the life of faith that we're talking about is the God kind of life. Not just a life that I live in my natural abilities. I have the person of God living on the inside of me. You have the person of God living on the inside of you. He put his faith on the inside of us so that we could live a life of faith that's above the natural realm, stepping into the supernatural, ruling, reigning with Christ Jesus in every aspect of our life. We are supposed to be living by faith, not just alive. Amen. And so we've had some amazing messages that have come forth from this pulpit right here while we've been under this quarantine. And I'm telling you what, if that doesn't stir you up, you need to go back and listen to them over and over and over again until you do get stirred up. We've got to stir ourselves up. And the only way that we can be stirred up by faith is faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. So excited. You know, I said something on Sunday morning when we were receiving the tithes and the offerings. And I said this, and the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 says, I planted, Apollos watered, but it's God that gives the increase. You know what? It doesn't matter who's stepping up here to minister to you. You're going to get the word of God. And when you get the word of God, you can win with whatever word that is that you're getting. When I was a kid, uh, my dad was a pastor for 40 something years and I'd go to church and sometimes I'd get a little bored sitting in there in church thinking I've heard this sermon before dad. And you know what? My mom would tell me anytime this Bible is opened up and the word of God is read that it's life and it's trying to give life to you. And if it's the word of God, it is giving you something you can win by. You and I have got to know that we know that, you know, whether it's me, Pastor Justin, Pastor Eric, one of our wives or Pastor uh, Dr. Savelle or Miss Carolyn, whoever steps up here, they're going to preach to you the uncompromised word of God. But you know what the ultimate reality of that is? It's God ministering to each and every one of us. There's not a time, and I tell you what, all of us ministers will tell you this. There's times we're up here preaching and we may be preaching to you while you're watching, but sometimes we're preaching right to us. And it's so important for us to stir ourselves up with the message that I've gone back and listened to myself. Just And just, I'm listening to myself thinking, I needed that. You know why? Because faith, when it's the word of God, when you're mixing your what you believe and it's the word of God, it's always going to build you up. It's always going to prepare you for that which God has for you. So we are going to continuously live by faith. I want to read uh, Hebrews chapter 1038 for us. It says this, now the just shall live by faith. Now, now, now the just shall live by faith. Not tomorrow, not yesterday, not yesteryear, now. Now 
the just shall live by faith. Because see, it's not what you've heard in the past. You may get a message and you think, well, I've heard that message. I can't tell you how many times I've listened to one of Dr. Savelle's messages over and over again, Brother Copeland's messages over and over again. Why? Because faith doesn't come by what I've heard. Faith comes by what I'm hearing. And what the word is saying to me and you right here now, now faith is. I think it's really cool because in just a few more verses after that, in Hebrews chapter 11, 1, it says, now faith, now faith. You know what? Right now, right where we are today, 2020, in the middle of this COVID virus and everything else that's going on, right now, faith is still alive. And faith is in me and faith is in you. But you got to stir it up sometimes. I had a good friend of mine down in South Texas, and his daughter loved to drink chocolate milk. And it was a type of chocolate milk that you made with quick mix. Remember that quick mix? And you pour it in there. Well, uh, during the middle of the day, she'd want her chocolate milk. And all that chocolate, if you've ever seen or made a glass of chocolate milk like this, all that chocolate would go down to the bottom. You know what? And if you try to drink that chocolate milk when all the chocolate's down to the bottom, it tastes kind of bland. But what you have to do is you got to shake that chocolate up. And that milk together. And that's the same thing we have to do with ourselves sometimes. We gotta shake ourselves up. We gotta remind ourselves of who we are in Christ Jesus. We gotta continue to live and do what the Word of God says to do where faith is concerned and stir ourselves up. Shake yourselves up tonight. Get ready for a word from God. Amen. So now faith is. Now, today is the day. Today is the best day of my life. I don't need to look back. I need to look forward. Amen. There's three things that I want you to leave with today. One, is now. Every single day is a now day. You and I got to live by faith every single day. It doesn't matter what I heard yesterday. It matters what I'm hearing today. There's a battle going on in our lives about what we're listening to and whatever we're listening to is going to affect our lives. So now today we got to live by faith. The second thing that I want you to recognize is Pastor Justin and Eric touched on this a little bit and I'll recover some of it in a minute, but there are different levels of faith. And it, we got to remember that it's, it's not a bad thing. It's a real thing. There are different levels of faith and we need to get from faith to faith goes to glory to glory. And I don't want to be the same way I was yesterday. I want my faith to grow stronger today than it was yesterday. I don't want to be the same. I want to get better and better. And you do too, or you wouldn't be listening right now. So get excited about your life because it's changing because you're hearing the word of God again tonight. Amen. So we're going to talk a little bit about those different levels of faith. And then we're going to talk about an area of faith that's very, uh, that we're all real familiar with and how powerful the words of our mouth are. Faith cometh by hearing, but you believe more in what you say and you hear come out of your mouth than you do everybody else because you're talking about it. Whatever you believe, you're talking about it. And so we want to talk a little bit about that tonight. So now the just shall live by faith. I want to read a scripture out of Mark chapter 4, or just recall a, a scripture, Mark 4, 14 through 20. And this is a real popular scripture passage that if you've been in the word of faith very long, you've heard this message. And it's called the, I like to, Brother Copeland calls this the granddaddy of them all. This is the one parable that Jesus told that he said, if you understand this parable, you're going to understand all parables. And this is what he says, the sower sows the word. 
The sower sows the word. You and I are like farmers going out to sow seed in the ground. We are sowing the word. But you know what? There's a thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy that word. And he's trying to take that word from us. And then one of those parables around this scripture passage, it talks about that thief that comes in the middle night that sows tears into the ground. And God just says, let them both grow together. Because you know what? When you plant more good seeds, it'll overtake the bad seeds. You and I got to continuously plant the word of God on the inside of us. So he compares it to a couple of things. It tells Satan comes immediately to steal the word. So we've got to recognize that. Satan's coming immediately to steal the word. He'll steal it by uprooting it through persecution and offense. You get offended because you don't think the word worked fast enough for you. Or you're getting persecuted because you're one of those word people. You know what? The word works. And I'd rather believe God's word than my own personal word or anybody else's word where that's concerned. You and I got to recognize that Satan's going to try to use those tactics to take us off our course. It also tells us that he tries to choke out the word with the cares of this world. He tries to choke out the world with the cares of this world. He wants to get you distracted, looking at everything else that's going on around us, rather than remembering what the word of the Lord is for us. And in this season, it's supernatural increase like never before. It's God opening up a new door. Satan's trying to distract us from what God has said about us and what his word continuously says about us in every aspect of our lives. When we do continue in this word, though, it says, if you and I continue in this word now, not yesterday, uh-uh. you know, this is, this is real important because you may have been in great shape one time. Oh, remember those days. Remember that? That you could run a few miles and it wouldn't bother you a lick. Come on now. You actually went to the mirror and you like what you saw. There was a day like that. Remember that? And so what? You were doing something that caused a result that you liked. But you know what? You may have stopped doing what you used to do. And it's no different with faith. When you and I stop doing the word of God, then it stops stops producing the results that we liked when we were doing the word of God. But you know what's so cool is those muscles are still in there. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, you may have had a six pack and it looks like a keg now. But the reality of it is God wants it to be a six pack again if you want it to be a six pack again. But that's the same way with your spiritual life. And there's times where you and I just let some things down. We need to pick them back up again. Now, we're going to come back to that in just a second. And in the process of this, we're going to bear fruit when we continue in this. When we continue in this word. You've heard Pastor Justin say this and Eric say this over the last couple of weeks. Abide in my word and my word abides in you. You'll bear much fruit. That's what God wants us to do is bear fruit. But we got to stay in this word. Amen. Stay pumped up with us. So let's talk about that for just a second. Spiritual muscles of faith, different levels of faith. I love what Pastor Justin and Eric referred to last week and the week before. Now, there was no faith in one person. There was little faith. And then there was great faith. So we see there are different levels of faith, just like there's different levels of uh, education, athleticism. I've got a, I've got a bachelor's degree. I've worked on my master's. My wife has a master's. There's some people that have their doctorate, people that are smarter than me in some areas like that. And that's totally fine. There's also areas where, uh, athletes, I can really relate to this one for me in my own personal life. I played a high, I played a couple of sports in high school and a couple of sports in college. And as I played these sports, uh, every time you get to that next level, you find people that are better than you at another level somewhere. And so that's no different. It's not that uh, they're 
uh, spiritually better. They've just grown themselves in an area that you haven't grown yourself in yet. If you're looking at the whole process of it. Like, I may be at a certain level in a certain area of my life. Pastor Justin may be at a certain level in a certain area of your life, of his life. Eric, Dr. Savelle is at a level in certain areas of his life that a lot of us would like to be at. But the reality of it is, he is at a different level. Right? I went to college, and I was one of the best tennis players in the state and in the area in high school. But I went to college, I got beat, zero, zero, goose eggs. I got it handed to me. Uh, it looked bad, you know? And, and why? Because I went to a next level, another level, and I had to raise my level in order to play at that next level. Uh, I had an opportunity to play basketball at three different levels, high school, and then I actually didn't play college. I played internationally. And then, you know what? I had an opportunity to play with a bunch of NBA players on a regular basis. Woo! When you got with those guys, man, they, I felt like, oh, my goodness, like I didn't belong. And the reality of it is is because they had gotten to such a level that it made me feel like I couldn't compete at their level. But you know what? If I put the same work ethic, if I did the things that they did, if I continued like they did in their pursuit of what they were going after, I would get the results that they're getting. Well, you know what? It's no different in our walk of faith. There are certain areas of our life that you can be very developed in faith. There could be, you could have no problem with finances. Finances, you, you can you can have the faith that, you know what, God's going to provide every one of my needs. That when I do give, it is given back unto me, a good measure, pressed down, shaken together. But you may suffer in the area of your health. You know what, that area of health could be a hindrance to you in your life. But you haven't developed that area of your life. It's kind of like one of those bodybuilders or one of those guys that goes to the gym and all they work on is their upper body. So they're in the gym and they look really good and they're stout and they're big and they're buff, but then they got these really bitty skinny legs. You ever seen that? Come on now. You may see that. What happens? They developed up here these muscles and just like any area of your life, you may have developed an area, like I said, where your finances or the area where you're healing or you may be struggling raising your kids or dealing with your parents. There's different areas of our lives that we may not be so developed in. It's because we haven't developed our faith in those areas. Just like the basketball player, just like the tennis player that I was, if I didn't develop myself, work harder in those areas, I could not play at that next level. So parallel that to the word of God. If I want healing to be in my body, and I want to experience uh, the exploits of healing in ministry, then I'm going to meditate in the healing scriptures. By his stripes I was healed. No weapon formed against me or my body stands or prospers. Come on. I'm, I'm activating something. The spirit of the Lord lives on the inside of me because the spirit of the Lord lives inside of me. Sickness and disease can't live on the inside of me. You know, so what am I saying there? So financially, when I give, it is given unto me a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Men are given into my bosom. I'm stirring up myself where my finances are concerned. What about my children? Great is the peace of my children. I've got to hold on to that. I'm promised my children, children to a thousand generations. I have to have faith for that. I can just speak that out of my mouth on a regular basis. What am I doing? I'm developing these different spiritual muscles of faith in my life. And just because I may be strong in one area doesn't mean I'm automatically strong in another area of my life. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a reality check for you and I to go, you know what? I need to get better at that. 
And that, that's, and you know why it's so important for us to be a body of believers? Because when I hear uh, Pastor Joseph speak about something, he may have a revelation in something that I don't have. And when I'm listening to him, I'm like, wow, that makes sense. And it's stirring me up. Pastor Eric or Pastor Justin or Pastor Phil, anybody that stands up here, they'll come with a message and they see things in a different way. They've experienced things in a different way than I've experienced it. What is it doing from faith to faith? Their faith, his faith, her faith, different people's faith. I'm learning and I constantly want to be learning in every area of my life. If I want to learn about how to get filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I don't need to listen to somebody that doesn't know anything about that. That is not filled with the Holy Ghost, that doesn't pray in the Spirit. They don't have that revelation. It's not that they're bad or anything else. They just don't have it. I don't need to hear a message for someone that's poor if I want finances. If someone doesn't know how to get healed in their body, why would I listen to them on how I should get healed in my body? Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense to you. I hope you're shaking your head right now at your home and you're receiving this because you know what? It's okay. We're not perfect. I don't have it all figured out. I'm not the best of the best in any of these areas. I want my best to get better. And in order for my best to get better, I got to continue to live the life of faith just like you live the life of faith. Don't think that any of us that get up here aren't going through some of the same obstacles that you're going through. Don't think that we've not pushed through some things in our own personal lives that you may never know about, but we push through them just like you're pushing through them right now. And we have to live by faith. We have to not just prepare a message for you. We've got to prepare our own selves for our own personal life and anything that the devil is attacking us with. Come on. We're all in this together. We're all in this together. Come on now. We're in this together. And if I can, if I can, uh, uh, if I can receive something from one of any of these ministers that come up here, then I'm going to make myself better because they're walking in something that I'm not walking in. They've been through things that I haven't been through. And I need that revelation knowledge. You need that revelation knowledge. Brother Hagen used to say, keep the light switch of faith turned on. You and I've got to keep that on. And we've got to keep it by allowing it to be poured into us on a regular basis, just like you are right now watching by live stream. Isn't that awesome? So determine that you're going to make, make it an, a, an, a determined decision that you're going to develop the spiritual muscles in your life that you need to develop, whatever they are. And you have to go to the Word of God in order to do so. You've got to find out what that Word says about you. Now, the third thing that I wanted to talk to you about tonight is real important. And this is the majority of what I want to talk to you about. This is an area in my own personal life. Uh, when you get a hold of the word of faith and, uh, you know, words and how powerful my words are, how powerful your words are. I don't think we realize uh, that to the fullness until we keep walking. As we grow in our faith, as we go from faith to faith, and we see the different levels of faith that different people are walking in in our lives. It's okay to look at someone and go, man, they're walking in something that I'm not. And realize, you know what? I, I need to listen and hear what it is that they're doing. Maybe I can learn something from what it is that they're doing. The Holy Spirit's always putting us in a position to help us grow our faith in any area of our life. And we just got to pay attention to those different areas that he's trying to build us up in. And sometimes, sometimes we, we think it's an accident. There are no accidents with God. There are no coincidences with God. 
God does things on purpose, and he puts us in a position so we can learn what we need to learn in order to be who he's created us to be, and that's a winner in every area of our lives. Amen? And so pay attention to that. So this, the, the word of faith that we preach, the word of faith that we live by, because the just shall live by faith. The word of faith, it begins right here, and it's in your heart. Pastor Justin said that to us strongly over the last couple. Faith is in your mouth and faith is in your heart. Faith is in your heart and faith is in your mouth. You and I have got to guard our hearts for out of it flow the issues of life according to Proverbs chapter 4. By faith, we call those things that be not as though they were. Let's look at a few scriptures. I'm going to go to a very, very popular scripture passage for all of us. I got excited a while ago. Thank you all for hanging with me through my excitement. I, when you talk about muscles and spiritual buildup, man, I know how important it is to stay healthy. But you need to stay healthy spiritually. That's what I'm talking about. You got, if, you don't go, if you don't spiritually work out these things, if you don't constantly watch what's coming into your faith, cometh by hearing. If you're not constantly watching what's coming out of your mouth, then you're not, you're not operating in faith. If you're not choosing to do whatever you're hearing the word of God say for you to do, you're not going to operate in faith. And then if you and I are not walking in love one with another, then our faith's not going to work. Those four principles are some of the four foundations that we need all the time where our faith is. And we've got to constantly be doing this in order for us to be built up, in order for us to not look like a, we want to look like, we want to be spiritually fit, just like you get fit when you go to the gym and work out. We need to be spiritually fit. People should look at us. We should be an example for people right now, especially in our society. People should look at us and go, Wow, why is your life so good? That's what God, that's what we're supposed to be a witness. We're supposed to be sharing our life. You know, there's this old, old sermon by Francis of Assisi, and it said this, preach a sermon, and when necessary, use words. Your life. Let people see by the life that you're living who you are and who you serve and who's your king and Lord of lords. Amen? That's real important. So in Mark 11, 22, 20 through 24, listen to this. This is, man, if you, if you don't know this scripture, you need to highlight it, underline it, and make sure that it is in your arsenal for living by faith. Amen? Because this is what we live by. This is who we are. And Jesus answering them, saith unto them, have faith in God. A more literal translation of that, have the God kind of faith. Have the God kind. Wait a minute, Pastor Rick. I'm not God. No. He says, have the God kind of faith. You know why? Because Jesus came to live on the inside of us. That measure of faith that Pastor Justin preached about, the measure of faith that's been given. See, you have the same amount of muscles that I have. Now, some of my muscles are more developed than yours, and some of your muscles are more developed than mine. But we also have the same measure of faith on the inside of us that was given to us by God, and it's Jesus. Jesus lives on the inside of us. So we can have the God kind of faith because God lives on the inside of us by the person of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? He lives in us. Woo! You're alive. I'm alive. Have faith in God. Have the God kind of faith. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith, now that word saith, and Pastor Justin's referenced this as well. Anytime you see that TH on the end of a King James Version of the Bible, it's not there just to be fancy. The reality of it, it's a past, present, and future progressive word. 
That means it is, it was, and it always will be. You and I got to continuously say, not just because we said it yesterday, we got to say it today. And we got to say it tomorrow. And we got to continue to say what the word of God says about us rather than whatever else anybody else is saying about us. That's what a saying does. So we say, so he says, those things which he saith, because you just can't say it one time. Well, I said that and it didn't work, Pastor Rick. Uh, 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 uh. You're going to continuously, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth will speak. Uh, it's easy for you to talk faith when you're sitting here in church and you're around a bunch of faith people. But boy, when that pressure comes on, don't fall apart like a $2 watch. Come on now. you got to be know what you know that you know that you know that the word of God will not return void. It'll do what it set out to do. And you and I just got to continuously speak it out of our mouth. Woo, glory to God. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Woo, I'm going to have whatever it is I'm saying out of my mouth in abundance. It needs to be coming out of me all the time and not some of the time. I'm a winner, not a wiener. Ha ha, ha ha ha. Come on now. I'm a winner. You're a winner. You got to be saying it out of your mouth though. Therefore, I say unto you, look at this, man. Saying in here is a lot. What things soever you desire when you pray. Now. Here's a real important. Do you know that word pray right there is no different than that word say that we just read? That's the truth. And the truth shall set you free. You can't pray one thing and say another thing and, and expect your prayers to be heard. You get somebody, I've done this, I'll, get, I'll grab hands with somebody, let's pray. Let's, I'm going to believe with you and I pray and I'm praying the word of God over that. Amen. Well, I hope that's going to work. Well, I hope ain't going to get you nothing. Faith is going to get you something. And don't turn around and whatever you're praying about, you can be praying. I've seen this. A parent praying for their kid. And they talk about, oh, pray for my kid, Pastor Rick. And I start praying for their kid. And I pray for their kid. No weapon formed against them stands or prospers. And I'm praying over, you know, health in their body. And God surrounding them with their, whatever the word of God says about it, I'm praying over it. And the moment I walk away, well, that was so-so. They're just going to go over there and do this and this and this. Why did I even pray? I prayed, and you're going to go say something different. God's going to, because of the covenant right that you have with your child, your words are more powerful over your child than my words over your child. And I can pray for you all day long, but you need to say what God's word is saying about your child, not just what I'm saying about your child. Come on. you're not, But that's in any area of your life. God's going to meet all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Father, that you're meeting all my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Man, I hope my bills going to get paid. I don't know how my bills. You know what? God, you just prayed it. Come on. Is that making sense? Is the, is, is the elevator going to the top here? You can't, you and I can't pray one thing and say another thing. We're going to get whatever we're saying out of our mouth in abundance. That's what he's trying to tell us here. Believe that you receive them when you pray. Believe that you receive them when you pray. Believe that you receive them when you pray. You were healed over 2,000 years ago. Believe that you receive, I am the healed of the Lord. Not God's going to heal me when he wants to heal me. Mm. What are you saying? you got to continuously say what God's word says about your situation. Not what it feels like. Not what, you, not what everybody else is telling you about it. What does God say about it? That's the truth that will set you free, set you on course, keep you in faith, and allow you to overcome in any circumstance that you're going through in your life. All right, so... Romans 10, 17 says this. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 4, 17 says this. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him 
whom he believed even God, who quickeneth the dead, now this is talking about Abraham, and calleth those things that be not as though they were. He called those, he calleth. There's that word ETH right there. Calleth. He's saying this. I'm the healed of the Lord. 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 By his, I'm healed. I'm the healed of the Lord. You know what healed people do? They get up. You may be watching right now and you're thinking, you know what? I can't get up, Pastor Rick. Are you the healed of the Lord? Father God, give them strength right now. If they're sitting down, they need to get up. Give them strength to set up out of their bed, wherever they're listening right now. Strengthen them, Lord, because your word won't return void. It'll do what it's set out to do. And we're calling those things that be not as though they were. You and I have got to speak these things into existence because of what the word of God says about our situation. By his stripes, you were healed. Say that with me. By his stripes, I was healed. That's what you and I got to be saying. That's right. You said it. That's right. You and I have got to say, call it those things that be not as he continuously. You see, Abraham, God told Abraham that he would have a child out of Sarah. And for 14 years, he had Abraham call his name from Abram to Abraham. Calling those things that be not as though they were. Because Abraham was fatherless, and Abram was fatherless, and Sarah was barren. But for 14 years, his name was changed from Abram to Abraham. Why? What was he doing? He was speaking those things into his existence. There are things in my life, I'm, I can be straight up honest with you. There was a time in my life that I had allergies so bad that I would swell up. My eyes would swell up. The, the snot would be rolling down my nose. I know that doesn't sound real good. Or look real good either. But I was a preacher. And I'm calling those things that be not as though they were. And by his stripes I was healed. By his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes. I couldn't take Benadryl because I never take drugs in my whole life. So it'd be like, I'd be like, oh, hello. So I had to take Sudafed. That's what I was taking. But I'm calling those things that be not as though they were. By his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes I'm healed. And I'll never forget. I went to preach somewhere. And my sister happened to be there. And I'm telling you, snot's rolling down my nose. And I'm fixing to preach in the next five minutes. And I'm saying, by his side. But I had made a determining factor. I drew a line in the sand. I said, God, no, I'm done. I'm the healed of you, Lord. And this has no right to be in my body. It finally became a revelation. Everybody's point of context is different. So don't do what I did. Knowing that, build yourself up in your most holy faith. Not only that, build yourself up with the word of God on a regular basis. I was meditating in this word. I was standing where this word was concerned. I was determined that this, I was not going to draw back from this situation. I was fighting the good fight of faith where this is concerned in my life. Some of you need to get your fight on where your faith is concerned. Because a just shall live by faith. But that doesn't mean the devil just rolls over and lets you do whatever you want to do. So I'm sitting there and I'm telling you, Minutes, seconds before I walked up to preach because I was determined not to take any more medication. And the moment I stepped up there, everything dried up and I haven't had an issue with it since. And that's been almost 20 years. But what is that? That's called the word of God. But it's got to be more, it's got to be bigger on the inside of you than than anything else, even in your physical body is telling you. And you got to, you've got to build yourself up. You gotta constantly, faith cometh by hearing. And I was listening to Brother Hagen. I, I wore the cassette tapes of Brother Hagen out on development of the human spirit and the authority of the believer. I'm talking, they were, yeah, they got, they were yellow. You know, I just kept on putting them in my spirit, man, over and over and over again, realizing that I had authority over sickness and disease and it had no right to be in my body. 
You know what? And God's no respecter of persons. He's respecter of our faith. And we're called to live by faith. We've got to constantly build ourselves up in different areas of our life so that we can become stronger. There's other areas of my life that I'm believing to get stronger and stronger and stronger in. Why? Because faith worketh by love. You know what? The more revelation that I have, the more that I can do, the more that I can do for you. I can reach out and be a blessing to you. I can understand my covenant, not not just for myself, but I understand that when I lay hands on the sick, they recover. That when I cast out devils, if if, if he'll do it for me personally, he'll do it for you with my agreement with you in your situation. When we stand up here and we're standing in faith with you over a situation, it's because there's a revelation of the goodness of God in our life that God's given us. And faithfully and, and freely we have received, freely we are given to you guys. We love y'all, but God loves you even more than we love you. And he doesn't want you walking in this anymore. So as you grow in your faith, your faith isn't just being grown for you. It's being grown for everybody else around you. I can't tell you how many of my family members I've laid hands on. I can't tell you how many people that have called me and asked me for prayer in certain situations that never would have called me because I was able to release the love of God on the inside of them and bring a revelation to them. That's what a team does. That's what the family does. There's nothing like a great team. Teams win championships. And when you're on a great team, you understand that every joint supplies. That God brought you together with us for a reason. And we want to help you get to the other side. Jesus told his disciple by faith, we're going to the other side. When Jesus tells us something, we know we can get there. Amen. And I'm telling you right now, God wants you winning in every area of your life. He wants me winning in every area of your life so that I can help you win in every area of your life. And when you've learned what God's done for you, then you're able to share it with somebody else. And you become the ministry of reconciliation that God created you to be when you became a new creature in Christ Jesus. Isn't that awesome? So your neighbors, you can minister to them right now. We can't go a whole lot of places, but you can minister to your neighbors. You can minister to people that you come in contact with. That's what we're called to do. That's what we're going to do. Amen? All right, so I got excited here. So your faith, my faith, calling those things that be not as though they were. We have the same spirit of faith. 2 Corinthians 4.13 says this. We have in the same spirit. There's a spirit behind faith. And when I get around Dr. Savelle, I just love being in his presence. It's just fun. There's so much faith coming out of him. It's it's wonderful. Him and Miss Carolyn, they've they've walked through so many different things in their lives. And when I get, it's just a joy to be in their presence. Because, you know, everything that they've done in their lives has been done by faith. And that's awesome. There's that same spirit that people want to get around you. You may not understand why people like hanging out with you now. But when you became a believer, you put, there's, God put himself inside of you. And God is very, very attractive. Amen? So, that same spirit of faith, according as is written, I believe, therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore we speak. You know, one of the number one ways that people realize there's something different about you is by what's coming out of your mouth. People know when they're listening to faith and when they're listening to phony. They know when they look into your eyes because the Bible says the eye is the window to the soul. And when they look into your eyes, they'll know whether or not you believe what you're saying or you don't believe what you're saying. And when they know that you believe, you know what that does? It supercharges them. They want to be around you. I've had job opportunities offered to me that I haven't taken because you know what? They like the anointing that's on my life. But that's the same way with you. People, I'm telling you, the stronger you and I get 
with faith. Don't you want to go to the gym and work out with the people that are buff? Yeah, so you know why? Because you want to look like that. So what happens is spiritually people see you, man, you're happy. Why is he happy all the time? Why is she happy all the time? Why does it seem like they don't have a care in the world? They don't know what you're going through because why? You're living by faith. But I'm telling you, you keep up your spirit man like that, that same spirit. And you keep speaking that word no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing. And your life's going to change. And when your life's changed, you're going to be a testimony to those people. And they're going to say, if they can do it, I can do it. They used to work with me. And if they worked with me, I can get where they are because they're no different than I am. That's what faith does. It sets other people free, not just you free. Okay, so look at this. This scripture, these two scriptures right here, helped me so much when it came to calling those things that be not as though they were. Because you sometimes you think when you're calling, when you're saying, speaking by faith, that <laughs> you don't seem too healed. Like I'm, like I'm sitting there and I'm telling you guys, it was sad how much... I, I, I don't want to go into it too much, but I mean, I had a Kleenex box beside me on each side trying to make sure I had enough, and I'd go through a whole one sometimes trying to get ready to go preach somewhere. And, but I'm, I'm, I'm standing by faith, and you know what? You think people are making fun of you, or think, oh, God, what is he trying to do, you know? And they actually said, some of those people said some of those things to me. But you know what's so cool? Is that I didn't realize it, but faith was getting bigger and bigger and bigger on the inside of me. And sometimes you don't necessarily see the results of what you're doing with your life, but you're making changes. And when you're making those changes, you're eventually going to see the results that you're wanting to get. But too many people quit to quit too soon. Too many people quit. Dr. Savelle says, when Satan hits you at his hardest, that's right when God's fixing to open that big door that you've been waiting for. Because Satan knows that if he can take you out, you'll never step through that door. I'm telling you right now, you and I stick. You've got to have stick to itiveness. We got to be willing to stick with it. And this right here, Psalms 45:1, it says this because this is the battle. There's always a battle going on inside of us. You've heard the story. There's two dogs fighting on the inside of you. Which one wins? The one you feed the most. Right? So the reality of it is your heart and your mind, they're in a wrestling match. And you're trying to think, okay, I'm going to choose this. And you got to make this quality decision too. I'm going to choose God's word over every situation that's going on in my life. Because God cannot lie. God is the beginning and the end. Heaven and earth, everything we see in our natural is going to pass away. But God's word will never pass away. So you and I have got to determine, I'm going to stick with the word of God. This is what happens. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of things I have made touching the king. Because Jesus is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And just like any king, he decrees a thing. And when he decrees a thing, it's signed, sealed, and delivered. And he's already promised me and you that we're going to win in every area of our life. If we'll put our faith in him, find out what his word says about it, cling to it, rely upon it, lean on it with all of our heart, he's going to get us to the other side of whatever we're going through in our lives. So your heart may be indicting a good matter. And looking at this going, is this for real or is it not for real? Is God going to get me through or is he not? God's going to get you through if you hang on. Sometimes you got to tie a knot at the end of the rope and hang on. But Jesus is going to pull you through if you'll hang on. Stay connected to faith. Stay connected to the word of God. My heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of things touching the king. 
Listen to this. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. My tongue, when the pressure is on, it's so important for you and I to stay steadfast and not speak doubt and unbelief, not speak defeat. You may want to. It may not feel good. And it may not look like there's no way in the world. But I'm telling you, every awesome thing that God ever did in the Bible, it was impossible for man, but possible for God. Ask Joshua, ask Gideon, ask Moses, ask Samson, ask David, ask Elijah. You tell me every single one of these great men and women of God that did great things, that saw God do great things for them. You know what? They held on to what God was saying rather than what everybody else is saying. You and I got to hang on to this. And you know what? We got to say what God says. And Joshua says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And in David knew in whom he had believed, and he danced before everybody, even though his wife didn't want him dancing before the Lord. I'm telling you, there's such a revelation. Daniel didn't care the decree of an earthly king when he knew what the word of the Lord was, and he would not bow, and he continued to go into his chambers and pray three times a day. He didn't fear what man could do for them because he knew what God would do for him. You and I got to stay in the midst of this. And you know how we do that? With With the words that are coming out of our mouth. My heart is, my heart is indicting a good matter. I speak of things which I have made touching the king. My tongue is a pen of a ready writer. And in Proverbs chapter three, verse three, let not mercy Mercy, what's mercy? God's mercy. God is mercy. God is love. That's what that word mercy is. God is love. So don't let God, so you got two people here. Let not mercy and truth. What's truth? Pilate said that. What's truth? Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. The truth. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Write them on the tablets of your heart. See, this is what's happening. When you and I are continuously speaking the word of God, when we're confessing and speaking and confessing and speaking, whatever it is that we're believing for, it does not matter if it's the word of God and we're speaking it out of our mouths continually, saying and continuously slaying. Joshua understood this. He said, God told him, meditate in the word day and night. What does that mean to murmur, to speak? Never let it depart out of your mouth is what God was telling Joshua. You and I are continuously speaking this. What are we doing? We're writing it on the tablets of our hearts. And when we're writing it on the tablets of our hearts, our hearts are getting so full of the word of God that every weed and every device that Satan has tried to plant in our hearts is being annulled. It's getting, it's getting overtaken by what the word of God says. And when that word is in abundance on the inside of us, it's a sign sealed and delivered situation. Now, you got to continue to weed out the, 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 the devil and continue to stay in the word. But once you have a revelation from God, you're never at the mercy of an argument of a man. I'll say that again. Once you have a revelation in your heart of who God is, you'll never have to face an argument with man. Because you know what God has done for, me, for you. 
I know what God has done for me. God has been good, too good to me, and he'll be just as good to you in every area of your life as you continue to cultivate the word of God on the inside of you. As you and I continuously speak what God's saying about us rather than the circumstances that are going on around us. We're not going to succumb to what the devil wants us to succumb to. We're going to succumb to what God says, and he says we win in these different areas of our lives. We've got to build these areas up. What are we doing? We're continuously speaking over and over and over and over again. What is it doing? That's the words that are coming from our king. I I say it every day. God's opened up a new door, and I'm seeing supernatural increase like never before. You and I can say that continuously over and over and over again because we know that's what God says about us. You know what's even cooler? As I've seen God manifest his word in my life, anytime Dr. Savell has given that word that comes from God. It's God's word to you and me. We can hang on to it. But you know what? We're the ones that have to speak it out of our mouth. You know what? You can go to the gym all day long, and you can work out with some of the biggest, strongest, good-looking people that you think you want to look like. But if you don't do what they do, you're not going to get the kind of results that they're getting. Just reality. And so, same thing with our faith. Why well, I love, and I'm so grateful, Dr. Chevelle, Pastor Justin, and that. I love the life of faith that they live. And, and I love being around them. But if I'm not doing what they're doing, I'm not going to get the results that they're getting. Amen. And I want those results. But not only that, we want those results for you. So keep the light switch of faith turned on, just like Brother Hagin said. Stir yourself up with the life of faith. It's a lifestyle. It's not a movement. It's a lifestyle. And they will know you by your fruit. People will know you by your fruit. What kind of fruit are you bearing today? You know what? Yesterday's gone. Today is a brand new day. Now, now is your time. Now is my time. I have an obligation to be true to myself and be true to the God that lives on the inside of me, to not let what Jesus did on that cross be for nothing. I'm going to stir up that gift that's on the inside of me, just like that chocolate. I'm going to stir up everything that God's put on the inside of me. And let it come out of me, and I'm going to speak what God says about my situations rather than what everybody else is saying about my situations. If you want your situation to change, say what God says about your situation. You and I need to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And the only way to do that is to live by faith. And those that live by faith are continuously speaking what the king is speaking about us and that we're winning in every area of our life. God loves you. We love you. We're expecting big things for you. Stay strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And we look forward to being with you again this next coming Sunday. All right.